Welcome to the Love Positivism Podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, Rachel. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Shireen. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to have another session or talk with you today about Chinese medicine and the cycle of elements. We've been doing this now since the spring. So we started with the wood element and then we went into the fire and earth and metal. So now we're coming to the last one before it all starts over again. So I'm really excited to, to hear from you, how you're working with these things and for everyone to learn more about this. So for those that haven't listened to our episodes before, maybe you want to introduce yourself before we start. Absolutely. Yeah. So my name's Rachel Apple. I live in Boulder, Colorado, and I'm an acupuncturist and Chinese herbal medicine practitioner. Um, I have my own practice in Boulder and have been living here for the last 11 years and love calling it my home. Thank you so much. So you have a lot of experience with clients and from your studies within this field. And we both have this passion for Chinese medicine. So it's always fun to talk about it. And I think that it's, it would be interesting to, uh, for you to share the season that we're in in the Northern Hemisphere and what it is in Chinese medicine and how it correlates with the water element that we have to work with right now. Yeah, I'm happy to. So uh, right now we are about to enter into winter. It starts officially on Tuesday, December 21st, which is the winter solstice. solstice. And as we've talked about before, you know, each, uh, each season has characteristics associated with it. So the winter season is represented by the kidney and bladder organs, the water element, the colors dark blue and black, Uh, the salty flavor, cold weather, and the emotion of fear. So it's the most yin, feminine, and internal time of the year. And when we notice these seasonal cycles and characteristics, it allows us to better understand these same patterns happening within ourselves uh, and to see how we are connected to the world around us. Um, So we will feel our best when we align with the natural cycle of winter through our activities, our nutrition, and our mindset. Yeah. And just to give some insights into uh, if anyone here is new to Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, and the elements, it's like the elements are connected to different organs and we they're connected to the seasons. So we've been going through the cycle of we started with the wood element in the spring it's growth and expansion and forward moving it's more young 
And then we came into the summer of the fire and the warm climate and the heart. We connected to the heart. So the, the liver is connected to uh, the wood element together with the gallbladder. And then we came into the earth, which was more uh, connected to the spleen and stomach. And that is a, yeah, it's a time for like after the summer and in between summer and, and fall. And then the last episode, we talked about the metal element, which is the lungs and large intestine. And for that, we, yeah, it was a lot of things that I think was really important to think about, especially everything with breathing exercises and to keep our uh, defense, like our internal immune system and defense very strong to prepare. And now we're in the water element which is more yin as well and very intuitive because it's waters right um so i think that this time is really a more introverted time and it's a time of contemplation uh, it's to embrace the darkness that we're in right now uh, so we can have this rebirth and to have new energy for the spring so i think that's really important and how do you think is the best way to understand and connect with the water element within our body and with the things that we do yeah I, as you were going through all of those uh cycles I was just thinking how I think winter can be the hardest one for people to accept because it's so dark and internal and kind of against the grain of what we're programmed towards, especially in the West of go, go, go and busy and socializing. Um, and so, you know, when we first got on today and we're chatting a bit beforehand, you, you were, we were talking about how it was dark earlier. And some people, when we talk about, when I talk about that with them, they're like, oh yeah, you know, it really sucks. And they kind of hate it. But I think as if we can lean into that and enjoy this quieter yin time of year, um, it really does set us up for a healthy spring where there is more young energy and more uh, forward motion. So um, as best as we can, leaning into this internal time to kind of take stock of the year that we've been through and, um, you know, set our intentions for the new year to come. But I think so. I think that's a great way to to uh, prepare ourselves for the winter time. Um, I think, you know, we can we don't need to be so antisocial. Like I think it's still appropriate to socialize a bit and um, do that in moderation, but maybe not to the extent of like all of the holiday parties and all of the drinking and all of the food and festivities. While it's super fun, I think it can be a little uh, counterintuitive. And so just watching that, you know, and um, being, being careful with that and making sure if you do overindulge to have some quiet time the next few days after that and to um, focus on eating healthier and drinking lots of fluids. Um, but some other things we can do are to avoid uh, excess, excess exposure to cold and wearing plenty of layers is very important. Um, keeping our feet covered and avoiding going barefoot. Um, our feet actually are where the kidney meridian runs. And since the kidneys are associated with winter time, we wanna make sure we're protecting that area. Um, we want to drink plenty of fluids, as I mentioned, especially warmer fluids. Uh, I personally like to only sip on warm water this time of year. Uh, even room temperature water feels too cold for me. 
but that's personal preference. And um, eating lots of soups and stews and warm foods, uh, avoiding the cold and raw foods like smoothies and salads, which I feel like is always in my list, no matter what season it is. <laughs> but you can definitely get away with more of that in, in summer and less of it this time of year. Um, practicing self-acceptance and limiting stimulants is important. Um, as well as limiting adrenaline rush activities, you know, the adrenaline overstimulates our kidneys. And so we want to really take care of them this time of year, not, not overdoing it in that area. Um, trying to work with our feelings of fear, since that is the emotion this season by journaling or seeking talk therapy and overall, just really slowing down, making time for activities like taking a bath, reading a book, cooking a nourishing meal, uh, enjoying a cup of tea and making time to just be and be okay with sitting with ourselves. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And something that is important. So when we're talking about these organs, we're not talking about it from the Western perspective. And it's, it has such a different role in our body from the Chinese medicine perspective. And it has to do with our energy or chi that we received from before we were born, even from before coming into life. So this prenatal chi and the chi of the ancestors and our parents. So it's really like a very deep and wise place, I think. It's, it's like the deepest place we come into before we start the more extroverted cycle again. So thinking about that, and as you said, there we have to understand that fears really affect our body if we're constantly in fear or feeling like, or that could also be an imbalance in the kidney. If we are feeling fearful or startle easily, it kind of reminds me of like when you have a very tense nervous system and that can come from, like you said, like stress and if you had burnout. Um, and it's so important because the kidneys also connect to our reproductive system. So it's also like the, the life force and chi that we uh, have within ourselves to reproduce. And it really can affect our cycles and um, our hormones and all of these things. How have you seen these things in your practice? Yeah, I think everything you mentioned is very aligned with if if we're not giving attention to our kidneys this time of year, especially uh, we can see low back pain, which is kind of that area where the kidneys are um, weakness in the knees and legs and ankles, which all run through the kidney meridians. Um, we can experience urination issues, genital problems, hormonal imbalances and um, water retention and low libido, all of these things are very connected to the kidneys and the bladder organs. And so uh, they can, they can flare up more this time of year since it is um, that time of with the water element. Mm. Yeah. So what could that look like? Let's say that, because there, there is one diagnosis that is like the, the, the uh, kidneys can't hold the water, which sounds so funny, but how can that express itself? Because I, I think that 
sometimes we have these symptoms, but we don't understand where they're coming from. Yeah, and so that can really show up with edema, water retention, or even, you know, not having control over your bladder, um, having kind of like this puffy look or um, bags under your eyes, kind of where there's water showing up in the body where it shouldn't be because the kidneys aren't able to filter it out and purify the, the fluids. So if you're having any of that, definitely worth bringing it up to your acupuncturist or health practitioner to see if maybe they can put a little energy into strengthening the kidneys and bladder meridians. Mm. And how can we, you have mentioned already, but what are some of the foods that we can have or herbs or both that is good to strengthen this uh, meridian and organ? Yeah, I love thinking about foods this time of year. They're all super nourishing. Um, so if we can focus on darkly colored and salty foods um, this time of year, that's great. The salty foods, it's again in moderation since that is the flavor associated with this time of year. It doesn't need to be like we're dousing our food in salt, but just um, you know naturally occurring salt in foods and adding a little bit if we're roasting veggies or something. But some foods to include would be black beans, azuki beans, grapes, brown rice, parsley, raspberries, black sesame seeds, miso, red meat, barley, bone broth, cinnamon, clove, dried ginger, eggs, fish, melon, millet, quinoa, seafood, seaweed, walnuts, and water chestnut. And so I know that's a long list, but you can always, if you're listening to this, pause and go back and kind of write those down to have it fresh in, my, in your mind. But um, overall, the theme is darker foods, nourishing foods, you know, foods that have kind of a natural salt like the seafood and the seaweed. Um, and protein this time of year is really important, especially I mentioned that red meat is really good for building blood and chi. If you do eat meat, you know, if you don't, you can eat some beets or something. That's also great for building blood. But yeah, I think the foods this time of year are super nourishing and, um, and great at building the system back up in, in time for spring. Yeah. And it feels like we talked about this in a different episode about the kidneys and the dark foods, since it's connected to the black color to have uh, the black sesame seeds and I was thinking black rice and black beans and yes yeah really in integrating what's happening in nature like the darkness and yes. the, the very dark nights that we have and days yeah and the, I think it's also very interesting how the the kidneys feel so like a very nourishing place to go like if you want to nourish the body um, it feels very like feminine in its energy. It's a, the kidneys are a yin organ. But what else do you think is important right now to think about things to do and, and to avoid in this season? I think another important thing to note is um, not to overdo it with exercise. You know, I think as we enter into January, everyone's like, gotta lose weight, gotta diet, gotta work out super hard you got to start the new year by losing all this weight. It's just this thing in our culture. 
And while that's fine, if you feel like that's something that serves you, um, I think doing it in a gentle way is always recommended and not, you know, working out super hard or again, partying too hard, overdoing it. You don't want to be burning the candle at both ends. Like it's really a time of year to be taking gentle walks, doing yoga, um, eating nice stews, being with your loved ones, setting intentions for the new year, reading, like just embrace that side of our culture that isn't really um, present and notice how it makes you feel in the springtime. It'll set you up for just, you know, being able to handle the growth and expansion and being able to handle the allergies. If you experience those, they might be less if you slow down this time of year and allow your body to integrate what all has happened. Um, So yeah, I can't, can't emphasize that enough. And I know it's hard this time of year. I have a hard time with it too. So this is as much of a reminder for myself as it is for everyone listening. But um, but yeah, listen to your intuition of what your body really needs. And uh, it's okay to say no if you're not if you're not feeling a, a party or um, some some invitation that you've received. Yeah, I like that to slow down and and take the time. Um, so is there anything else you would like to share about the element and the, the organs and the meridian? I think I've covered it, but what about you? Is there anything that you feel really helps you this time of year that you see working with your patients that has been successful? Yeah, well, I can say that for myself, um, I would say water is not my medicine. Uh, it's actually something that I have to balance out. So the cold and and this season can be really tough. I can see see that my skin becomes very dry and um, maybe I feel a little bit more tired. But what it really helps is to, like you said, like slow down and then have a lot of warm, nourishing like soups and stews and really um nourish the body from within and to give it this this um it's more adding yeah adding the warmth and i really love using like these heat pillows and really thick socks <laughs> and then yeah lately i've been pressing i saw that you posted really pressing into kidney one um in most of my classes because i think that it really helps us to also ground and and just i'm thinking about it's so common that people experience anxiety and and things like this because fear can can be in so many different ways so this uh, season can bring up a lot to to um to process and it comes up to the surface in, in a way. So we really need to nourish a lot. And um, I think one nourishing practice that doesn't come from directly from Chinese medicine, but this self oiling, like mm. you, you, you do Ayurveda. What, what do they say in Ayurveda for this season? Like do, do you use these warm sesame oils on the feet and this, these warming things as well? Right. Yeah. What I've uh, self-studied with Ayurveda is that sesame oil is great this time of year to do abhyanga, which is the self-massage. 
Um, I'm definitely not an expert whatsoever, but uh, have taken that little anecdote to, to practice with myself and to massage some of that into my feet and um, over the body and, you know, into like the nostrils and ears even sometimes can just help to lubricate those areas that tend to feel really dry. And uh, I think another thing that's common in both Ayurveda and Chinese medicine is to always be protecting your, the back of your neck with a scarf which I think we mentioned in the last um, podcast about metal, but it's, it's appropriate this season too, of just keeping that wind gate is what we call it. It's the wind gate area of the neck and we want to protect that from the wind getting in, um, which can sometimes cause us to become ill or have a cold and no one wants that. So wear your scarves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really important. Sometimes people get these neck pains, they, they don't know what it is, but it's really a attack of the cold and wind. So exactly. yeah. it's good to protect these places that that are more vulnerable. And I'm, I was also thinking about like really warm spices and things like that, like ginger and cinnamon is is something that I use a lot. Um, I don't know if turmeric is warming. Uh, it feels like it goes well with the other warming spices. So using this home herbal, uh, it's so easy to use these plants to, to get warmer, I think. Yeah, um, you can make a nice tea or sprinkle it over mm, your food. I think yeah. the one thing to watch out for with that is if you are someone who has a lot of heat in your body, um, you know, you tend to sweat a lot, you're red, you, you don't get cold easily, then you might not need those spices as much. Yeah. Um, but you can always try it and see how your body reacts. And, um, or if you have a practitioner, like an acupuncturist or herbalist to touch base with them and see maybe what, what the best herbs would be for you this time of year. Yeah. And exactly, because for some people, this season is a medicine for them yeah. as well. It's like <laughs> people need it to slow down to cool down the body and it might feel even better uh, to be in in a colder we weather while uh, some people have a lot of pain in their body when it's cold so it's really about listening to your body and seeing what it what it needs so it's it's about tuning in and was there anything else you wanted to share before we do your breathing exercise which we've been doing on each of these episodes I think that's all. I think let's, let's do the breathing exercise. Let's dive in. Yeah. All right. So today's breathing exercise will be focused on strengthening the kidneys during the winter. And we can practice this exercise if we're ever feeling fearful or need an emotional clearing or want to strengthen our kidney meridian. And of course, we can always practice this daily in the winter time to stay balanced. So before we begin, I'll just give a little context for what we're going to be doing. And um, as we do this breathing exercise, we will inhale through the nose and we'll visualize this dark blue healing energy filling up our kidneys, which are located in our lower back. And dark blue is one of the healing colors for the kidneys, as I mentioned. So that's why we focus on that color. And then on the exhale, we will make the sound woo, which is W-O-O, and it'll kind of be drawn out with the exhale. So it'll sound like woo. And this is the healing sound for the kidney. 
So we'll cycle through this breath nine times. I'll guide you through it. And then at the end, we'll just take some silence before opening our eyes. All right, so let's close our eyes and find a comfortable seat. Taking a few deep breaths to get grounded and feel present to the moment. Feeling your sits bones on the chair and your feet on the ground. And we will begin by breathing in through the nose while visualizing that deep blue color filling up the kidneys. Hold the breath at the top. And exhale. Inhaling through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy filling up the kidneys. Hold at the top. And exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy filling up the kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhaling through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy, filling up the kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy, filling up the kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy filling up our kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy, filling up our kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy, filling up a kidneys. Hold at the top. Exhale. Woo. 
our last cycle. Inhale through the nose, visualizing dark blue healing energy filling up the kidneys. Hold up the top. Exhale. Keeping the eyes closed, rest your hands in your lap. And take a few moments of silence, sitting in the essence of the kidney sound. Slowly opening the eyes. Thank you. That was a really nice meditation as well. And I love breathing exercises that involve the voice because it activates something else. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're so welcome. I know I love this one. I find uh, it's really easy to drop into that calm space, even after like three rounds. It's hard for me to keep track when I'm teaching it. Sometimes I, I lose track as I start drifting off, but it's, it's very calming and relaxing and um, seems pretty, pretty simple to put into practice, even if you don't normally do any breath work, um, you know, just visualizing mm. the color of the organ and making the sound. So, yeah. and if you ever want to use this in a place where you're not able to use your voice, say you're on a train or in a taxi or something, you can just think the sound uh, mm. instead of making it out loud. So if you're ever just needing a moment to calm and, and practice this, feel free to do that as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing this and all the insights into this season and the elements. I really appreciate uh, your, yeah, your knowledge and your presence. So thank you so much for joining the podcast again. Thank you for having me. It's always such a pleasure. And how can people find you uh, if they want to connect with you or work with you? Sure. So I am on Instagram at Namaha Wellness. And my website is namahawellness.com. You can book an appointment there if you're local to Boulder. And you can always email me at rachel at namahawellness.com. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'll share your links in the show notes. And thank you again for being here.